Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Hello, everybody. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I have a great show today. You know, everybody at Dotcom Magazine, we speak to so many CEOs and so many founders throughout the world. It's so fascinating how people can connect their businesses worldwide. I mean, it's so interesting when companies go international. And of course, the questions always come up. How do we really connect our company internationally? How do we handle payroll solutions? How do we handle employment? How do we handle HR when we go into an international footprint? So we've decided to, of course, invite one of the leaders in the space on the show today. His name is Michael Cote. And Michael is the president and CEO of Payroll Solutions International. You probably know about Michael and his company. They do such great work throughout the world, really connecting companies in a way that makes them go internationally and worldwide. So Michael, it's a real honor to have you on the show today. Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Thanks for having me today, Andy. Yeah, it's great to have you. I mean, of course, you know, we want to get into it because you're a leader, you know, when we look globally of what's happening within employment services, managed payroll, HR services, corporate services, of course. But before we get into it, Michael, let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet. Tell us what you're doing at the company, and then we're going to get into it. So we are a global mobility uh, provider. We help companies get out of their own domestic space and grow internationally. Uh, and we do that in a couple of different ways. We obviously help them on the employment side, whether it's human resources or payroll services or benefits, so those kinds of things. But we also help them expand corporately. And what sets, I think, our company apart from some of our competitors is that we offer those corporate services ancillary to the human resource services. So we can help you get incorporated and get set up in a foreign country. Yeah, it's so interesting, of course, because everybody's thinking globally now. Everybody's thinking internationally. Many years ago, there was a great book called The World is Flat, one of my favorite books, you know, and, and everybody really has to integrate into different countries, but they have a question about how to do it, what it takes, what type of laws, rules, and regulations they need to sort of put forth and go through, but you make that all easy for them. When we think about it, Michael, what types of companies reach out to you at Payroll Solutions International and they say, hey, Michael, of course, a member of your team, uh, you know, we want to go international. Where do we start? What's that first conversation sort of look like? I'd say the number one industry is IT. Um, IT is expanding globally in such dramatic fashion. Of, you know, 
save and accept the recent interruption of parts of the world due to the war. But, um, you know, IT is a big expansion area. Um, there's a lot of expansion in uh, uh, distribution services. There's uh, kind of a actually funny uh, re-onshoring we're start, starting to see in the Americas from Asia of, of, of some of the manufacturing production that, but, you know, of course, th those are going to go to the lower cost markets in Latin America. Uh, so, you know, we're, we have a big presence there. Yeah, it's so interesting, of course, Michael, you're, you know, you're involved with all of them. You go in depth with your clients. When we think about it, you know, you mentioned Latin America. What are some of the countries that sort of are sort of burgeoning right now? You know, is it we know that Latin America is sort of, you know, off the hook right now. What other countries are you seeing really starting to sort of gain some traction with this sort of world is flat international approach to doing business? So I, I think there's some really good activity going on in the Oceania, Asia, you know, Asia space. Uh, I see the Philippines as, as being a huge growth market. Australia uh, seems to be coming, uh, you know, uh, up and coming again. You know, it, I mean, they, they go through cycles. Um, uh, Vietnam and, and, and that area. Um, again, you know, sort of some of the, the non uh, the relocation of business, you know, as, as I think people want a little more stable approach to supply. Um, I think India is going to be a huge market, um, you know, for many years to come. It, we're seeing a lot more India activity than we've seen in the past. Um, Singapore is a hot market for us because Singapore is a sort of a, not only a high tech space, but a, uh, sort of a high-level management space. Um, uh, we do a, a fair amount of business in Taiwan now. Um, you know, so look, those those markets are great. I think those areas and Latin America in particular are going to be the big beneficiaries from both North America and Europe. Um, and like in particular in Latin America, I just see like sky is the limit. Yeah, that's so interesting. Of course, you know, we think about American companies that reach out to you and they say, hey, you know, Michael, we want to go into Latin America. We want to go into the Philippines, Europe, you know, some of the other places that you mentioned. But what Americans oftentimes don't think about is that there's companies in India or there's companies in the Philippines that reach out to you and they say, hey, Michael, we want to do business in Latin America. So it's not just the American companies going elsewhere. It's other, com other companies from other countries going to countries besides America, right? That's correct. And, you know, we so we get business from all over the world, you know, to the various spots. And one thing that we've done here, Andy, since uh, we started the company is we focused on partnering with other payroll providers like U.S. payroll providers and European payroll providers and Asian payroll providers, where we're the global partner for those companies. You know, they're good at their own domestic market and they want to great, provide great service to their customer. And so by partnering with us, we're able to deliver on that international part uh, and still keep them in the mix. Yeah, it makes sense. And of course, the one thing I really love the way in which you positioned your company, Michael, is you know, from the global employment services positioning, 
you know, you say set up shop in a foreign country and let your company take the risk for you. And I love that so much. Let's unfold that a little bit. How does that risk sort of get mitigated by hiring your company to help them sort of go internationally? Well, I'll give you a typical situation, Andy, is uh, let's say you've got a U.S. company and, you know, maybe they got a good size branch in Canada or the U.K., but they go to Germany and all they've got is a sales guy. And they're not set up. uh, They don't have a corporate setup. And they're just starting to open in in a market. So they go they go to Asia, they go go to Australia, wherever it is. They need to go and get set up with that person, get them paid. They don't want to spend the money initially on the infrastructure to set it up because really, if you if you're a CFO and you're budgeting for expansion, if you're not penciling in twenty five thousand dollars for initial startup costs, you know you're you're underestimating the cost. And so we say to them, like, look, for that first little bit until you get up and running, let us deal with it. We'll, we'll hire the person on your behalf. We'll second them back to you. We'll have all the provisions in place, the benefits, everything that they need. They will report you know, to you. They will use our global HR system to request their time off, and you'll have access to all that information. And you won't have that sort of initial giant startup and it's not the cost, let's face it. It isn't the money for most people, it's the headache. And, you know, um, there's enough ways in business you can get a headache without that one. <laughs> I love it. Of course, you know, people don't think about it, Michael, because they're going to set up shop in a foreign country and, you know, they start getting down the path a little bit and they say to themselves, well, we, we're an American-based company. We paid the U.S. dollar to our employees and now we have to pay in a foreign currency. I mean, even that can be a headache and you handle all of that for them, right? Yeah. On, a, on an average day, we trade in over 60 currencies. That's incredible. 60 currencies. I mean, just that is enough. You handle the headache so that they can focus on their business. And that's really the beauty of what you've set up here because entrepreneurs, founders, CEOs, C-level executives, they don't need or want that headache, especially at the beginning of, you know, going internationally, because that's the last thing on their plate they need to think about or want to think about. They want to focus on their business. So they leave the sort of heavy lifting up to you to make sure that it's fast, reliable, and agile. And I love that so much. Isn't that the way it works? Yeah, that's exactly what we're here for. And the other part of that, Andy, is when uh, you know, if you if you said to me, Mike, I want to expand in X country, you know, we'll give you this option of the global employment service as a starting out. But once you get the thing ready to go and you're ready to have three to five to 10 employees or, or more, then we'll transfer those employees from our employment to your new entity and take over the HR and payroll service. Yeah, that's so interesting. Of course, we have to talk about HR and payroll because you take it over. It's a real user-friendly solution. Um, and a user-friendly solution, Michael, in HR really is required to you know, allow a worry-free integration and really get the desired outcomes for your clientele. Let's talk about it because, you know, here I am, I'm in the USA, you know, you're in Canada right now. And we have different HR rules and regulations and laws. And I would imagine there's different rules all around the world. So how does your company yep. sort of stay abreast on all those HR rules and regulations that you have to sort of follow, follow up with? 
Well, it, 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 it comes by hiring quality people, you know, so we have CPAs and lawyers around the world on our team. And so, you know, we're a knowledge-based industry and we keep a giant library, a knowledge library. Um, and, you know, look, at the end of the day, when, you, when we talk about this particular subject, Andy, uh, on the HR and payroll thing, what the employer wants, what you, if you're the employer, what you're trying to do is to get a, a level of employee satisfaction that you know, they're being paid properly, that they're, that they're, you know, their entitlements and accruals are being looked after properly and that they're, you know, that their benefits are being delivered to them. And so our job is to make sure that that happens on behalf of the employer and that there is a, a level of satisfaction that emanates right from, you know, the top to the bottom and vice versa. And so that uh, they can get on with running their business. And, yeah, it makes and, sense. Of course, you mentioned the team. You mentioned all around the world, you have lawyers and accountants that really focus in on this. And let's talk about your team, because I know it's something you're very proud of at Payroll Solutions. You've been able to build a great team, some super high quality, you know, world-class leading experts in the law and financial field. Michael, let's, let's talk to the entrepreneurs a little bit. When your company brings somebody on board as a, a member of your team, what do you look for? Are you looking for experience? Are you looking for passion, background? What are you looking for when you bring somebody on your team? Uh, well, they need to have some, some passion for sure uh, for the job. Uh, but we're, we're looking for people with, you know, really good, well-trained skill sets and, you know, superior education. Uh, most most of our team worldwide has, you know, at least a four year university degree. So a lot a lot of them have master's degrees. Uh, they're certified professionals. Um, we're looking for people with actual hands on experience. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter whether they work on the HR side or the corporate services side. They've got to be able to deliver on the knowledge base, and they've got to be able to explain stuff to people. Uh, in street language, right? I, I, I don't give me the technical mumbo jumbo, you know. Uh, get, just, just tell me how it is in 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 my own language, and you know. So what we've done is, I'd say the number one thing that we look for, Andy, in terms of people, is is this person going to help us with our relationship building worldwide? Because we don't have everybody in house. We uh, obviously have to source some of this tech, technical capability out of house, you know, out of the company, which means it's all about managing those relationships. And they, so they have to have good people skills first. A long time ago, a friend of mine used to say to me, you can teach a monkey technical skills, but you cannot teach a monkey people skills. Yeah, I love it. That resonates for me so much. And you've done such a great job. I mean, thank you so much for bringing us inside what happens. Let's talk about small to mid-sized companies, Michael. Let's say, you know, they're they're starting to go, things are happening. You know, there's the CEO and the C-level executives, you know, uh, maybe it's the wife or the husband of the CEO says, honey, let's go internationally, you know, over, over a glass of wine or dinner. And they start thinking about it. So, What's the next step? I mean, when they contact you and your organization, do you give them the, the advice about how to set up shop in the foreign country, how to set up maybe that company in a, in a foreign country that maybe is different than 
the current country that they're doing business in? What does that look like? Yeah, so we 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 like to go through uh, a needs analysis with our with our customers, with our clients and our partners, and we like to say to them like, look, what what is the ultimate goal that you're trying to achieve? You, you know, give us the goal. Yeah, however, you know, lame you might think it sounds, right? Goal setting is important because you know we all know that if you want to reach a dream, you got to break it down into a series of goals. So give us the goal. And then tell us a little bit about how you do things now and how you think you'll be able to do things in this foreign country. And then we'll give you a roadmap to get there. Now, we may have to bring in some of our outside you know, uh, law firms or accounting firms or, or uh, corporate service companies in order to get everything in place, but we will act as the quarterback. So we'll, we'll coach you and we'll, we'll call the plays and we'll execute those plays. And that means you will get to where you want to get to if you have a clear path. Um, sometimes, Andy, we get people who don't have a clear path of where they want to get to. And we have to kind of work on them uh, a few times to get them to define their, their path a little bit, which can slow the process down. The, the ones who are, have a clear path clear path are the ones that get quickest to market. Uh, I'll give you an example. Right now, we have a, an international retailer from the U.S. Um, they're big. Um, they have a lot of stores in Canada and the United States, but now they're becoming a global company. And we're opening about three countries a month for them. Wow, that is beautiful. You know, you mentioned being the quarterback. Of course, you know, you're like the Tom Brady of the, of this solution and you're from Canada. Maybe you're like the, you know, Henri Richard, you know, the famous hockey player of, of, of what your space is. Let's talk a little bit before I let you go. And I know you've only cut out a certain amount of time. So thank you so much for, you know, doing this and coming on the show. And it's really been great to have you on the show. How do we hire? I mean, the company calls you they need some technologists and you know they want to expand into a foreign country. Who does the hiring? Is that up to them or is that up to you or is that a collaboration to bring new people it's a, on board for them? It, it's a collaboration. One of the things that we've pr- prided ourselves in over the last few years is really when it comes to that whole global expansion thing, it's very difficult to recruit and find people in those markets. So we use all of our resources and all of our partnerships and all of our relationships to bring that to bear. We also have some very good, uh, you know, web, you know, cloud-based tools for for helping on the recruiting process. But the most important part of that whole process is that my HR team are are really good screeners. Screen out the people who are not real candidates, then present to our customer, our client, uh, a, a series of candidates who are, highly qualified and fit the profile, you know, you know, within the parameters that the, the, the customer and you know, clients have laid out. If, if that's done, the hiring process gets to be less painful. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. However, I've been an employer for so long, I'll just tell you that hiring is just painful. <laughs> I love it. And that makes sense. You know, it's a user-friendly solution. It's fast. It's reliable very agile and it really allows your clients to really empower their companies to really 
expand globally, what I'm calling risk-free using your company. It's fantastic. Now, before I let you go, I want to talk about entrepreneurship because we do have some younger entrepreneurs that watch the show and, you know, they, they listen and they watch these, you know, very successful entrepreneurs and founders. And sometimes they hit a roadblock and sometimes they, you know, don't know what to do and they hit a roadblock in business. So before I let you go, Michael, maybe you could give some advice to the younger entrepreneurs watching the show about what it takes to get through a roadblock as a business person and keep on pushing to get through that roadblock. Love to. Um, I can tell you, I think that it takes a long time in, 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 a, in a business life to sort of come to some realizations. But the thing that's happened for me is what I've realized is the most important thing for young entrepreneurs is you need to define your purpose. If, if you don't define your, the, the reason you exist, what is the purpose of your business and your entrepreneurial style? then you don't, it, all the business plans in the world and all the advice in the world isn't going to help you. I mean, I, Elon Musk tweeted a couple of weeks ago that he doesn't believe in business plans because they never come true. And, you know, the, look, business plans are just a roadmap. If you don't understand what your purpose is and what the real goal is, you're not getting there anyway. So start with envisioning, you know, where you want to be you know, in, you know, six months, a year, you know, uh, you know, further out. And, and, and what is that purpose? What does the world think of you in terms of your purpose? Why do you, why do you uh, uh, exist and how do you differentiate yourself from the crowd? Yeah, it's powerful things to think about for the entrepreneurs watching the show, especially the younger ones. Rewind what Michael just said. You need to know your purpose. You need to know what your differentiator is and, and why people are going to be attracted to your business. What is your guiding purpose? What's your vision? What's your mission? Why do you do what you do? Michael, I have to tell you, I was so excited to have you on the show today. I mean, this is international. Everything's going international. Your company, Payroll Solutions International, you're right in the middle of it all, providing roadmaps for so many companies really to connect internationally. And it's just a fascinating space that you've been able to carve out for yourself. So I wanted to thank you so much for coming on the dot-com magazine entrepreneur spotlight series today. Hey, Andy, thanks for having me today. You have a great afternoon. 